Welcome to the Be Chic University podcast. I am your host, Brittany Austin. Be Chic U is a self-help resource for millennials. I discuss all things organization and productivity, career success, financial management, and entrepreneurship. Check out more on these topics from my blog at bechicu.org. Now, let's get to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Chic University podcast, season one, transitioning to adulthood from college. In this episode, we finally transition away from finances and we will talk about career growth today. Now that you have an idea of what your new responsibilities are and how to better budget your money for adulthood, we will talk about the ways in which you earn your money and that's primarily through a full-time job. This episode talks about different goals that you should be setting for yourself long-term in your career to reach the success that you hope to get to. I do not talk about different strategies in getting a job in this episode, but I do have information on that on my blog at bchicu.org. In today's episode, we are focused on setting goals for your career in the long-term. On average, the American will have nine different jobs in their career, and this is nine full-time jobs after college. And that's because in our current economy, we have so many transitions that cause us to go for different jobs, different positions, different industries, because we have skills that overlap in these different industries. In order to have a smooth path between these different areas, we must be able to map out where we see ourselves in our career. And long-term goals are not just five and 10-year plans that you have for yourself. It can be as simple as, where do I want to be in my career a year from now? So today I have some advice to talk about ways in which you can prepare yourself for a successful career, but also preparing yourself for a successful term at your current job. I will talk about setting your salary goals and then building new skills Also, while improving current ones that you have, tracking your achievements, things to consider when transitioning to a new industry, and long-term planning. Firstly, we'll talk about salary goals. It's important to have this in mind because you don't want to be underpaid, nor do you want to be ill-informed. The first thing I would do is compare my salary to my budget. So take out a few numbers that you think will be in the ballpark of what your salary will be and compare that to your budget. You can use a tool such as Paycheck City to break down what biweekly pay would be and compare that to what your expenses are. Even if you don't have all the responsibilities that we talked about financially in the first two episodes, you can at least set estimates for each category and then compare what your estimated salary will be in comparison to that. So that's the first step in setting your salary goal. But you also want to make sure that in the position you're pursuing, that is realistic for what is offered. Be sure to research, and some of my favorite websites are Glassdoor, Comparably, and LinkedIn to look at positions similar to yours in different companies or maybe even industries. This will give you the edge that you need 
with potential employers to negotiate the salary that you want. Also, don't forget to consider your benefits. This includes insurance, vacation time, and life insurance. These are all aspects that can be factored in to your salary, but may not make a difference in the short term. Keep these in mind when you're estimating your bi-weekly pay, but also when you are considering a position. And I say all this assuming that you will have an offer and you want to negotiate the right salary for what your needs and skills are. Speaking of skills, it's important to have those always at the top of your mind in what you think is your strengths and then also areas that you want to improve or jump into for the first time. It's as easy as checking your resume and seeing that you have everything listed that you feel you are competent in. But then also thinking about your hobbies or other goals that you have for your skill set in the future, what are some things that you want to work on? Firstly, you can build new skills or improve skills that you currently have through an educational course online. And there are tons out there that help you build hobbies and even business skills so that you can be more productive and more effective in your career. Some of them that I've perused and even used myself include Linda, Coursera, SlideShare, Udemy, Thinkific, and Teachable. And I'll go into a little bit more detail and have links to all of these in the blog post on my blog for this episode. Using these online tools actually makes it super easy to learn new skills that you can potentially learn at a university or college, but for a lot cheaper. I even have a course of my own on Udemy about finances and budgeting effectively. I sell it for $200, but there's always great sales going on on Udemy that bring the price down by quite a bit, but it's still super helpful. So consider one of these sites for your own career growth when thinking about building your skill set. Also, ask for training from your company. There are different certifications and membership organizations that you can join and obtain just for having a certain type of position. And many of the times, if you're able to justify it, your company will pay for it as well. Also, something that isn't advertised, but some companies do offer is college credit for different classes that apply to your position. So ask about it because they're not going to freely advertise that, seeing that they are putting money up for you to get college credit. That helps you out, but it also helps them out. But they don't see the direct impact, so they don't advertise that as much. And then lastly, with your skills, you want to be able to outline what you have in case you do have to justify a raise or promotion or you want to go to a different industry and you have to justify why you deserve a job that's totally different from what you currently have. You always want to think about how your skills can translate to other industries or other positions so that you are constantly moving forward in your career. You never want to be stagnant, so showing that you are building skills and doing work beyond your current position will definitely help you out in the long run. Also, when it comes to proving your worth, an achievement tracker is very helpful. An achievement tracking is 
as simple as writing down small and big wins. These can be meeting certain goals for projects, exceeding expectations, exceeding dollar amounts that you were supposed to meet. And these are just helpful to be able to reference during, let's say, your annual review. It can be easy to forget a lot of the things that you accomplish from day to day, week to week, month to month. This has to be specific, though, in order for it to be impressionable on your employer. You want to have a general date or timeline in mind, what your goal was, what the outcome was, and then a review of how you thought you were successful in this task. This can be the basis of your raise negotiations. And this is something that you can have outlined throughout the entire year instead of cramming it into two weeks before your actual annual review. It's also a great start to resume updates. You want to be updating your resume frequently in order to easily be able to show it to a new prospect or even just to stay fresh whenever you want to reference it. Speaking of raises and promotions, the first thing you have to identify are what your options are. If you understand your company culture or you understand how your company is set up, you know the general movement through a department or interdepartmentally. You want to have that in mind so that you are prepared when that opportunity arises. Everything that we talked about so far goes into receiving a promotion or raise. You want to be able to identify your skills and how they would apply to the new position and then also have proof of those skills through your achievement checking, tracking. So obviously it should be everyone's goal to want to elevate through your position in your company or through another company, but you always have to be prepared for that. Identifying what those options are and then preparing for that by building your skills and showing that the work you have done qualifies you for that position is a great step in building your career. Not only are you thinking about what your current needs are and what your current skills are, but it shows that you are concerned about your future success in your career and not just what you can do day to day, week to week, month to month, but what you can do year to year. But when a promotion or raise is not an option and you feel that you have to move on to a new company, how do you handle that? Well, it still relates to everything we've talked about thus far. Your skills have to be transferable, meaning that although you may apply it one way in this position, you can still use that knowledge to be successful in a totally different list of job descriptions. And then also when tracking your achievements, that's something that'll transfer to your resume that you can prove from your current position you are doing and that will make you a standout candidate for this new position. Also, you want to accept the fact that going to another job helps your long-term goals. So if you feel torn between staying where you are or moving on to another position, you have to check and see, does this new position fit within my long-term goals for my career, and is this the best move for me right now? If it is, then go for it, but make sure that you are prepared. And speaking of long-term goals, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it is not 
building a five or 10 year plan, but it's having foresight to look beyond the year that you're in. So I would say for myself with the direction that my career is going in, I eventually want to be the head event planner or event coordinator for a firm, whether it be my current company or a new one. I know that I have to position myself in different ways through different trainings, through taking on different projects at my job, and also just staying on top of current trends with event planning in order to reach my long-term goals. Those can be broken up into smaller term goals in which I strive to achieve from one month to the next or one year to the next. These are shorter term goals that lead into my long term goals and make it less intimidating. When I incorporate everything that we talked about today as far as researching salaries that are comparable to mine and adjusting what my salary goals are based on my skill set, I know that I will continually be moving forward in my career path because I'm always adjusting that. As well as building my skills, if I continue to look for ways to be more productive and to stay on top of current trends, I will always be a cutting edge or stand out applicant for a new position within my company or a position outside of my company. And then lastly, being able to prove these things will be through the achievement tracking. And that's as easy as outlining what the timeline of a project was, what the goals were, and what the actual outcomes were, and how those differed. Hopefully proving that I exceeded the expectations and we yielded whatever result, whether it be sales or attendance, as um, you know, something that's above and beyond what was expected. So keep that in mind for your own career goals. What are some things that you can do that will propel you to that next step? You always want to be planning for the next step with the end goal in mind. And when you're planning for the next step in the short term, you will always be making progress to that big term goal. So I know this was a lot, but I feel that it's all interconnected and it's very easy to implement on a daily basis if you're just constantly thinking about doing your best and how you can be more productive in your everyday work. One thing that I challenge you to do is to create a long-term plan that includes these key areas that will help you reach your career goals. Continue to work up and up until you get to the point in which you have reached your career goals. And even if you've reached your career goals, maybe at that point it's time to pivot to another industry or another company. There's always ways to move forward. But I definitely challenge you to do that by adjusting your salary goals based on your skill sets, always building your skills so that you can be more productive in your job, being more productive so that you can justify a raise, a promotion, or a change in your position in order to continue to move up the ladder until you reach your career goals. I hope this episode was very helpful, but I think you'll get even more golden nuggets when you visit the blog post and read some of this advice with links and resources. Again, visit bsheku.org to find the blog post that corresponds with this podcast episode, and it'll have the same name. Lastly, I also want to invite you to invite a friend to listen to this episode because there are golden nuggets for everyone. 
Thanks for tuning in and you will hear from me in two weeks as we continue our discussion about transitioning from college to adulthood for millennials.